0: All right. Joining me today is Vivek Jacobs from uh, Complex Canada and Raptors Republic, and we're here to talk only about one man, and that is Mark Gasol. Uh, Gasol is out of contract uh, with the Raptors now, and uh, th- there's a question going to be asked: that should the Raptors bring him back, and if so, in what context? So, Vivek, what capacity/salary do you see Mark Gasol returning to the Raptors if we decide to bring him back?
1: I think it would absolutely have to be a one-year deal because when you look at the books, obviously the Raptors are focused on maintaining cap space for 2021. And while Masai said in his presser that all of Van Vliet, uh, Gasol, and Ibaka are priorities, I don't think it trumps the priority of the 2021 free agency. So uh, a one-year deal, if it's possible, that, that, that can be worked out between the two sides. I think that's what we would look at. But we've seen some rumors as well uh, of him, maybe you know, with this COVID situation, uh, being in a bubble that maybe he'd rather be closer to his family in Spain.
0: Mm. Do, do you see him as a as a starting uh, center when he comes back, given his uh, given his uh, skinny Gasol didn't sort of work out. I don't I don't know if you agree no. with that. It, it didn't really work out the way we thought it was going to be.
1: Yeah, no, it, it didn't it didn't pan out as as well as he would have liked. And I think while he's still. I honestly believe he's one of the best defensive centers in the league Uh, at his best. I think the Celtics series, you know, obviously there there was a lot to criticize him for uh, in terms of his offense. I I still thought defensively he was pretty strong uh, until, you know, game seven was just a complete capitulation on his part. So I I wouldn't zoom in too much into that. I would look at what he's provided over the season. You look at the fits he gives Nikola Vucevic, the way he's able to hold down Joel Embiid. There's still tremendous value in all of that. So uh, I I think it's important to keep those things in mind in terms of his value, uh, at least on a one-year basis.
0: Should we care about whether he comes back as a starter or a bench player? Is that a good question to even ask? Or should we just be fortunate that we have a guy of that caliber on the team if we need him?
1: No, I think it's a perfectly fair question to ask, especially if the Raptors do go the route of bringing both Ibaka and Gasol back, then it is a perfectly valid question to ask. Of, you know, Is Ibaka the better fit uh, over an 82-game season or how, however long the next season ends up being? And then you plug in uh, Marc Gasol in those specific matchups where you know he's going to be best suited uh, to take advantage of an individual matchup. Now again, even as a team defense, there's a lot he offers. But if you're going to commit to, let's face it, Ibaka is not going to take uh, a one-year deal, a short-term contract. So if you're going to commit to Ibaka in the long term, I think it only makes sense to commit to him uh, in a starting role because then now you can develop over a longer term.
0: Hmm. What do you think happened to Gasol's offensive game? Like it wasn't, it was never great to begin with, uh, but it certainly took a dive in the postseason. Like, do you think there is? Can he return to being an actual three-point threat like he was when we first acquired him and supply that sort of uh, concern for any defenses? Or should we more or less expect him to be primarily a defensive presence when we need him to be?
1: I think the three-point stroke was kind of inexplicable because ever since he focused on adding a three-point shot, he's been around a 37 38% shooter and that's over a 1,000 attempts. So there was no way uh, the Raptors would have expected him to just be a complete non-threat from the outside. And that's something, frankly, if he was able to just knock down those shots consistently, and we saw it in that one half where he was able to find his shot, how much of a difference it made to the Raptors' offense, just because it forced Dice to guard him. Hmm. But if he can rediscover that, then for sure uh, that, that just spikes up his value.
0: It's like that one quarter. I think it was the third quarter in game four, I want to say.
1: Yeah. He, yeah. Oh,
0: sorry, the first five minutes of the third quarter in game four. <laughs> Let's be very specific about what yeah. we saw there, right? Yeah. Can you explain the hesitation, man? Because every time, like, I broke down a lot of tape over the last little while. And he, like, there is... For sure, despite the numbers that you mentioned earlier, the high shooting percentage, there is still a level of hesitation in him that is kind of perplexing because you could literally draw a radius of like three meters around him it's like he's social distancing on the court right and and he's just passing up shots how, what do you how do you explain that
1: first off he's he's too unselfish, so even when he is shooting the ball well there's a lot of times where he receives the ball and he 's not even looking at the basket and just looks to keep it moving and now I think in this bubble where he wasn't shooting the ball well it got into his head where he's unselfish to the point where he's saying okay I know I don't have it going so anyone is better off shooting than I am Mm -hmm. and so he I don't think he understood the value that okay even if I'm not shooting the ball well our ceiling is only so high if I'm continuing to take these shots And so that's something I think he needs to understand going forward where regardless of whether he's shooting the ball well or not, he needs to be getting up those looks just to help, uh, you know, present himself as an offensive threat. All of a sudden now you look at uh, Boston against Miami, the bigs are presenting a scoring threat. And so it's opening up a lot more for the Miami guards and forwards. I guess it's always confusing to me that when you see a
0: veteran with his experience lose confidence that quickly right? I mean, because you don't associate with a, with a, you with know, an all-star. Has he been an all-star? I, I shouldn't speak up. Yeah, he has. He's been yeah, all, he has been an all Defensive all-star. player of the year, all that stuff, right? And still, he loses confidence, which is, it doesn't connect in my head how, how that ha- how that happens.
1: Yeah, it, it's something that's hard to explain for me as well, just because whenever you hear Marcus Gasol speak in press conferences, he talks about the value, uh, how much value he places in the process, that it's not so much about the results. But when He's clearly getting in his head over the ball not going in the basket. Clearly, the results are impacting him and, and taking precedence over the process.
0: Hmm. Now, if he walks, uh, what are the Raptors' options at backup center? Because we don't have any, any like guys that are groomed enough. They're like, okay, just fit right in. You're the new backup center. We might have to go to the market on this one.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you can look at the taxpayer mid-level for something like that. And there are some names that Raptors fans might e- even uh, be familiar with. Bismack Biombo is a free agent. And let's face it, he's definitely not getting paid anywhere near the contract that he got when he initially left the Raptors. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a name that would be interesting. Uh, and And so you look at the center market right now with the way the game is played today it's so devalued that i do think the raptors will be able to find someone on the cheap for one year uh, just to sort of bridge the timeline between now and 2021
0: mm. and and looking from gasol's perspective does he do you think other than the raptors do you see him coming back to the nba with a team other than the raptors
1: i w- i would be very surprised if that happened yeah. i mean the only other situation I could see that panning out for would be Memphis. But then you look at the bigs uh, that Memphis already have now, there just doesn't seem to be a fit for him there anymore.
0: So, so it's Raptors or Europe?
1: Yeah, that's that's the, that's the way I see it.
0: Mm-hmm. And as we check, Spain's case count, man, is like twice as high as it ever was. <laughs> oh, my god! Even from when, when it was at peak. Thanks for that breakdown, man. Appreciate that. And I uh, hope to have you back soon.
1: Thanks for having me, Zara.
0: This holiday season, it's all about the bedroom. And Casper's Black Friday sale has up to 30% off everything you need to make your bedroom your happy place. Only Casper mattresses are made with 86 supportive gel pods to align your spine and eliminate aches and pains. And Casper bed frames are made from the highest quality materials. Give the gift of a better bedroom. Save up to 30% during Casper's Black Friday sale on now at Casper.com. Terms and conditions apply. See Casper.com slash terms for more details.